Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. It feels like it's been an eternity since I last recorded and it's really just been about three weeks. Initially, what was meant to be just a one week break just to give me um, time to kind of catch up a little bit spiraled into three weeks. And then I got to a stage where I was kind of like, do you know what? I am traveling for a couple of weeks and for September, I only wanted to have one episode out, which will be this episode. So I thought I might as well just wait put this episode out and then I'll be back in October. I really do hope that this episode is going to speak to you, that there's something you're going to be able to take away from it. I have got a list of a couple of the life lessons that I wish I'd learned sooner. If you've checked out the previous episodes, so far spoken about finance lessons I wish I'd learned sooner. I've also spoken about lessons on love that I wish I'd learned sooner. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about some life lessons that I wish I'd learned sooner. So I have got a list, but I also, I'm just going to give myself the freedom to just speak about anything that kind of comes to mind that I think is relevant and you know, suits the topic. So I do hope you're going to enjoy this episode. If you are listening and you aren't yet subscribed to the podcast channel, please do subscribe. And if you like this episode, then definitely leave a rating. All of these little things that seem so small, and I'm sure if you listen to other podcasts, you probably hear the same thing and you don't realize how important it is. But for someone like me that I'm a team of one with my podcast, I record, I edit everything, I I share it, I basically plug my podcast myself, um, you know, apart from when people do share, it does mean a lot. Those little things can do so much for the podcast, so I would really appreciate it if you did that. Well, that's enough about that. Let me get into the topic of today. So one of the first things that I'd written down on my list was one of the things that I wish I had learned sooner, especially in my early 20s, was to just enjoy the process. For a long time, I've been so focused on success, being successful, achieving a specific kind of lifestyle. I've always been that kind of person that I've set myself goals and I'm always trying to work towards something. And I think something that I wish I had definitely learned sooner, even probably before my 20s, to be fair, was enjoy the process, enjoy where you are. I feel like for much of my life, I've always kind of been thinking about the next stage and where I want to get to. And in many ways that robbed me from enjoying where I was at. And even now when I look back, like even today at work, I was speaking with one of the doctors and we're just speaking about life and (laughs) the fact that, you know, when we were young and in our childhood, we never really realized what we had, you know, not having any responsibilities, not having any worries, Um, not having any financial responsibilities, but just being able to be free being a child. And that was definitely one of the things I took for granted. I was always in a rush to be older, you know, to be a teenager, then it was to turn 18, then it was, you know, to be able to move out and be independent. And again, whilst I love being an adult and having that freedom to make my own decisions, there's definitely those elements that can really be difficult. And as we always say, adulting can be the ghetto, right? And I just wish that at every stage I had just enjoyed it a little bit more and just had been focused on where I was instead of always thinking about the next thing or thinking about where I want to be. Whilst I think it is important to be ambitious and to have goals, that is great. But I think it's so important for us to strike a balance between working towards our goals and actually just being present with where we are right now and enjoying that. It's like when you're single and you're someone that wants to get married, your focus a lot of the time can be getting married, being married. And that can rob you from that single season of your life. That can rob you from where you are now. Because when you get married, your life is going to change. Sometimes your relationships with other people will change. Your time will change. Your responsibilities will change. And I just think it's so important for us to 
really get to a stage of enjoying where we are right now. Even if it's not where you want to be forever, I still think it's important for us to just kind of savor that moment because that stage or this stage, should I say, that you are in your life right now, you're never going to get that back. Maybe you have children and right now they live at home. There's going to get to a stage where they'll move out and they'll build their own lives and you're never going to be able to get the time that you have right now back. And whatever phase you are in your life, whether you're studying, you're a student, you're working, you're just figuring life out and you don't know what you want to do, or maybe you've got your game plan and you're working towards it, learn to enjoy where you are right now. I think, just wish that's something that I had lived by a lot sooner than I did now. I can honestly say that's probably something I've started to apply within the last year. Before that, my focus, I was living in the future, (laughs) if I'm honest with you. And it's like lately I've gone to a stage where I'm a lot more relaxed in the sense that I give myself a bit more grace than I would had a year or two ago. And it's put me in a place where I'm a lot more at ease. I'm a lot more calm. There's less of a sense of urgency of everything. I feel like before the way that I was living my life was like, it was, everything was urgent. Everything needed to be done like yesterday. And when you're in that cycle of just constantly going 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 and not making time or space for resting making time or space to even just have fun or be creative or just let your hair down or even just having time to just do nothing those things are all so important having you know those down days are important where you're able to just kind of do nothing or just relax or whatever it is that calms you or soothes you or inspires you and this is one of the reasons I'm so excited and really looking forward to the trip I'm gonna have because it's gonna give me that time to just relax rest recharge spend time with my family reconnect and even giving me that space for creative freedom. There's creative projects that I'm working on and I I know that this trip is gonna do something so good for those projects because I need that space to just relax, just, you know, just be free, just be creative and not have work or projects or business to think about. And so that is one of the things that I wish I'd learned sooner, enjoy the process. So I say this to you and I continue to say it to myself, enjoy the process. And you may say, "Mm, but I don't enjoy where I'm at right now. Then okay, if you can't enjoy it, savor the process, be present in it. Try to take something away from it, learn something from it, build something in this season, whether it's gonna be something internal or external, but make the most of where you are right now. Cause you're not gonna get it back. You know, as cliche and as cheesy as it sounds, it's the reality. Now, the second lesson that I wish I would have learned sooner was about my career and understanding that your career journey doesn't need to follow the norm. It doesn't need to follow what everyone does. From a young age, I'd say that my vision was to go to university, get a good job, make money, get rich, (laughs) get married, have children. And that was the process of my life slash career that I had in mind in terms of what I wanted to do that changed you know at one point it was forensic scientist and at another point it was forensic psychologist then it was clinical psychologist then it was a counsellor there's been a lot of things that I've wanted to be then it was just being an entrepreneur there's been a lot there's been a lot of changes and at some point especially when my vision changed I'd always kind of feel like I was mourning the loss of a dream that I had And it's only now, let's say within the last year, I feel like a lot of lessons that I've learned that have really hit has happened within the last year. A lot of things have shifted in the way that I see things. And especially when it comes to my career, I've always been someone that I've had a plan. Sometimes that plan has changed, but I'd say for me, 
2020 and that shift of not knowing what I wanted to do, I think I've shared that on previous episodes, was really difficult for me. It was really, not difficult, that's not even the right word. It was very alien, very strange. And that period of my life made me feel very insecure because for the first time, there was no security because there was no plan. You know, even though I wasn't where I wanted to be, I had a plan and for me, that was solid enough. But then getting to a stage where I don't want that anymore and I I don't know what I wanna do, I'm genuinely just figuring it out, was a very insecure time for me in my life. And even when I initially left my corporate job in 2020, I didn't really tell many people, especially like my mom, Um, I love my mom, but I don't know, I just kind of felt like, because I didn't know what I wanted to do, I didn't wanna tell her because I didn't want her to worry and I didn't wanna hear any lectures or anyone's opinion. So of course, the only people that really knew at that time was my husband and probably one or two other people, but I didn't really share that decision until I was really solid in what I was gonna do next. And it definitely took me time. And although I was an adult, big woman, you know, not living at home, it still was very uncomfortable for me to share that. And looking back at it now, I didn't understand like, why am I feeling so reluctant to share this? It's not like it's, you know, a big secret, it's not. But I think it was the fact that I didn't know what I wanted to do next. And that was scary for me. And that made me feel insecure when it came to my career. Because it's kind of, okay, I've left this, but I have nothing lined up. We're now in a pandemic. What am I going to do with my life? And I didn't know what I wanted to do. And like I said, being that person that always had a plan, always had something that they were working towards, being at that stage of not knowing what I wanted to do was strange. And it was like, oh my gosh, you know, I I actually don't know what I want to do. But going through that time was so good for me because it got me thinking about things that I would have never thought about before had I not been able to escape the hamster wheel. And I'm so grateful for those months that I was not at work, that I was able to just think about my future, think about life, think about what's next, think about what's important to me. And unfortunately, a lot of us, we're we're not given that opportunity because we go from school, we go to college, we go to university, we get a job, or maybe you don't go to university, but you go straight into the workforce and you get into that nine to five lifestyle. Sometimes it's not even nine to five, you know, you might work 12 hour shifts and so on. But because we're just in this cycle, it's sometimes difficult for us to take time to just think, just to be out of a routine, just to be able to just figure things out. And having that couple of months was really good because it allowed me to figure things out. And some of the things that came to my mind and my vision started to change, I would have never thought about those things previously had I not had that time. So summarizing this point, what I wish I'd learned sooner was the fact that your career journey is not always gonna be linear. It's not always gonna be straightforward. Sometimes things will change. You're gonna change, your vision may change. You may wanna do something today that you'll do for five years time and then you'll take those transferable skills and you do something different. Or maybe you won't even take any transferable skills because you'll do something entirely different. But understanding that my process and my journey may be different to someone else's. And that for me, understanding that and learning that lesson made me feel a lot more assured in what I was doing. And not that I felt insecure in in that stage, but it just kind of reassured me in the sense that, you know, not everything that you're doing right now, you're gonna do it for the rest of your life. Things will change. I think it allowed me to be open to that. And again, going back to just enjoying the process, enjoying this stage of my life that I'm in. So that's definitely one of the big things that I learned. And now I'm working on building up my career, building up my business, and it's entirely different to what I would have thought five, 10 years ago. Now, this next lesson was definitely something that I've learned over the last five years. 
And it's about time. Be intentional with your time. Money, we can gain it, we can lose it, we can multiply it, we can make that money back. But time is not that kind of commodity. When you lose time, you can't gain it back. And I think for me, especially since working from a young age, I had my first like part-time job when I was like 17 in college. And being able to work with people that were a lot older than me from different backgrounds, different walks of life was great for me because there's so many things that I learned just from observing people, just from seeing how they were, listening to those conversations in the lunchroom. It taught me a lot. And one of the biggest things it taught me was that I can't waste my time. There are people that are in situations and spaces in their life that they are literally living in hell. They hate where they're at. They hate their job. They're in an unhappy relationship, an unhealthy relationship. They're unhappy with their lifestyle. But it's very easy to despise where you're at, but be comfortable in that discomfort. And, you know, in within that situation that you're not happy in, or you know it's not healthy for you, but you're still there because it's what you know. And looking at that and seeing like, this person's complaining about work every single day, but they're still here. They're not looking for any jobs. <laughs> You know, their CV's still dusty. But looking at that and thinking to myself, like, I don't want that to be me. I don't want to be someone in a space in my life where I hate it and I'm just complaining. And that just becomes my trait. I don't want that to be me. So seeing things like that and also just for experiences in life, seeing, you know, certain experiences that people go through and thinking to myself, Do you know, I don't want to have to go through that if I don't have to. There's some situations we face in life that we can't control. Some things, they just happen. But there are certain situations that can be prevented if we make better decisions. So for me, from a young age, I kind of thought to myself, do you know what? The things I can avoid, I'm going to work on avoiding them. The things that I can't, I'm just going to have to embrace it and I'm just going to have to go for it. There's certain things we can't run away from because we can't, as much as you may be someone that's a planner and, you know, you may be an organized person or maybe you're not, either way, there's some things that you cannot plan for. It will just happen. So for me, just observing all of that and just going through different experiences, like different, meeting different people, that was one of the biggest things I've taken away. Like be intentional with your time, PK. You don't have time to waste. And when I say waste, I don't mean that you can't have fun or you shouldn't have experiences because you should. That can be a very good investment of your time. But for me, being intentional with my time is about investing my time in things that are important to me, in things that bring some level of value to my life. It could be investing that time at work. It's it's value because it's giving me money that's going to help me to fund the dreams that I have. You know, it's helping me to build security and so on. Spending time with my family, with my friends, having alone time for myself, spending time with my husband that's time well spent so understanding that you know what I've got to be intentional with my time because I'm not going to get this back this is one of the most precious things that I have and anyone that I choose to give my time to I'm giving them something that is an important part of my life and also anyone that decides to give their time to me I have to respect that so for me as much as I'm like I have to be intentional with my time I also have to be intentional with other people's time I've also got to respect other people's time. One of my biggest pet peeves is people that are constantly late. I'm not talking about a fashionably five, 10 minutes. As much as that's annoying, I can hack that. But people that are 40 minutes, 30 minutes, 45, one hour, 
that you know that they're never going to be at the time they say and you have to add an hour to that things like that stress me out I don't like it I hate people that are unreliable okay that's a strong word I don't hate people that are unreliable I hate the unreliable character habit hate that aspect I really don't like it and all my friends know that Peter K I'm gonna be on time if we say we're meeting at six I'm gonna be there probably gonna be there 555 <laughs> or 545 but you know I'm gonna be there on time whenever I'm late it's rare you know something has happened but I just hate that I hate people that don't respect other people's time because I respect my time I'm really gonna make an effort to respect other people's and I think that for me is so important and understanding that you know what when certain seasons in life come to an end, you just gotta keep it moving. There's no point you wasting your time into something that you know is not of value to you or anyone else. Just keep it moving. As much as, you know, I'm saying it and it sounds so easy and simple, I know that it's not that simple and it's definitely easier said than done. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Everyone would be in healthy relationships, would be in careers that bring them some level of joy and satisfaction, but we know that's not the reality of life, unfortunately. When we move through life in an intentional way, your life is so much different. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily gonna be a millionaire, billionaire, that may not even be your desire, but there's definitely going to be a sense of ease and peace within yourself even if you know you're not necessarily where you want to be when you move through life with intention in your relationships in how you spend your time and how you treat yourself and how you treat other people those things are just so important one of the lessons that i wish i'd learned sooner probably around the age of 14 15 i think that would have been an optimal time for me to learn this lesson would be just understanding the importance of having a healthy relationship with myself and understanding that as much as it's great to have your friendships and to have the attention of guys and all that kind of stuff, investing in yourself and having a solid, healthy relationship with yourself is so important because that determines how we navigate every other relationship that we have. And ages of 14, 15, that's where my relationship with myself was definitely the most toxic. I was very hard on myself. I had a lot of insecurities. I wasn't happy with the way I looked. I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy with my life. You know, there's a lot of things I was going through at that time, but I just wasn't happy. I was very, very depressed. And even sometimes when I talk about it or think about it, it feels so alien because I don't think or feel or see life through the lens that I did then. But just looking back, it's almost like I'm talking about a different person, but it was me. This is something I lived through. And I just wish I had learned that having a healthy relationship with yourself is important it's so important it's even i'd even dare to say it's more important than your relationship with other people because you're going to treat people based on the measure you treat yourself if you don't give grace to yourself you ain't giving grace to nobody if you aren't truly loving yourself you cannot give a healthy love to someone else and now that i'm older and i understand and i can see also the effects of not having a healthy relationship with yourself sometimes allowing people to treat you in ways that aren't healthy allowing people to take advantage of you to abuse you a lot of those things stem from our relationship with ourselves and having the courage to demand a higher standard having the courage to walk away sometimes from situations and um, environments that we know are not healthy for us and that's definitely something that I wish I'd learned in my teens I wish I'd held that on and navigated my early 20s with that outlook I definitely say from about 16 17 when I decided to kind of just be real with myself and stop pretending that I was happy when really I was really depressed and um, giving myself 
that opportunity to really take my relationship with God seriously, that's definitely when things started to change for me. But it took time, it took a lot of work and it wasn't easy. It was very difficult. But I definitely say understanding that having a healthy relationship with myself and understand the importance of investing in me, investing in my mind, investing in my my talents, investing in my dreams. You know, if I have a dream for something, I've got to invest in that. Investing in being kind to myself, having time for myself, extending grace to myself and understand that I'm not perfect and I'm going to get things wrong and I'm going to mess up and it's not the end of the world. Giving myself that space to fail because I think for a long time I was so afraid of failing and what people think of me that I didn't allow myself to pursue certain things that I wanted to do and because of that fear of failing and what people are going to say, I can admit it now, I'd procrastinate on certain things because I was too afraid of failing or of it not working out. And also understanding the importance of affirming myself, believing in myself, as much as it's great to have words of affirmation from other people and have other people tell you that they're proud of you or or whatever the case may be, I also need to give that to myself. So sometimes one of the things that I do is if I've done a good job on something or there's something that, you know, it's like a silent battle that I've won or maybe there's something I've been finding really difficult and I overcome it, I'm like, you know what, girl, I'm proud of you. Go, PK, good, good on you, girl. Like, be proud of yourself. Because sometimes I feel like we wait for other people to clap for us. We wait for other people to say, oh, you look good today, or I'm proud of you. And sometimes we just need to tell ourselves that. Because sometimes we don't wait to tell ourselves the negative things about ourselves, to tell yourself that you've gained weight or you've lost too much weight, or you know, you're a failure, you're not doing well, or your relationships are failing, or a lot of the time with the negative aspects that we think about ourselves or we feel about ourselves, we're not hesitant to say that to ourselves. But when it comes to that positive affirmation to ourselves when it comes to that reassuring ourselves of who we are. I'm not talking about just saying random stuff, but really just affirming yourself and being proud of the little progress that you may make or even big progress. Those things are also crucial. Don't just wait for other people to commend you, for other people to notice what you're doing. Also recognize where you have come from. Recognize the progress you've made, even if you feel like it's small. Sometimes we undermine the small progress because we feel like, oh, but I haven't done this or that yet. But be proud of that. Commend yourself on that. And that's definitely something I wish I'd learned sooner. And it probably would have saved me a lot of heartache, a lot of unnecessary pressure that I placed on myself. But here we are, right? Now let's talk about emotions. One of the things I wish I'd learned sooner about emotions is that emotions are not inherently bad. Don't suppress your emotions, don't ignore your emotions, but it's really just a matter of sorting through them. You know, sometimes we can have random emotions that we don't even understand, but at times our emotions come from somewhere. It may come from an insecurity, may come from an experience that we've not dealt with. Take time to sort through that. For a long time in my head when I thought of emotions, especially negative emotions, a lot of what I'm I'm speaking about right now refers to how I felt about negative emotions, not necessarily positive ones, but negative ones. For so long, for me, negative emotions or negative thoughts was always kind of like, you know, get rid of it, don't think about it, change the channel. And a lot of that stemmed from the environment that was in the time, the church I went to at the time. That's what we were taught about emotions, you know show no emotion, da 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 da, all this kind of thing, which when you say it, it sounds good, it sounds like, yeah, this is so healthy, but it's not, and seeing the effect that that's had on a lot of people, where they've suppressed their emotions so much, that that suppressed emotion is manifesting itself in different ways in their life, in a catastrophic way, has just shown me that that's not healthy, and even for myself, 
realizing that a lot of the time when I was kind of like ignoring certain things and not really dealing with it, it wasn't really helping anyone. It wasn't helping me. And even sometimes when I was burnt out, because I had that kind of mindset of show no emotion, just get on with it kind of thing, keep it moving. I was burnt out without realizing I was burnt out because I didn't allow myself the space to be vulnerable, to be open and transparent with myself to say that, you know what, this is a lot. I'm tired. I need a break from this. I need to change something in how I'm managing my time and my life because I was so much in that robotic mode of, you know, show no emotion, change the channel. I didn't really admit to myself or even allow myself that space to be like, do you know what? Something isn't right and I need to do something about it. Let me rephrase that. So understanding that negative emotions are not always inherently bad and that the important thing is for us to sort through our emotions, for us to get curious about how we're feeling and where does that come from? Is there a deeper issue? Sometimes there isn't a deeper issue. Sometimes we feel how we feel because of hormones, especially if you're a woman and you know our cycles change and our hormones change as a result of that. But really getting curious about why we feel the way we feel. I think one of the biggest things for me when it comes to emotions is understanding that I may feel a negative emotion, but it is my decision whether I'm going to act on that or not whether I'm going to allow that emotion to dictate my decision, right? And having that negative emotion is not necessarily a bad thing. What I choose to do with it is what really makes a difference. Being curious about it, being open and honest with myself doesn't make me a bad person, doesn't make me less than. It makes me human and it makes me someone that is emotionally intelligent, that's in touch with their emotions. And the key thing is really just getting curious with it and trying to understand why we feel the way we feel. And like I said, sometimes there won't be a solution or we won't know. It may not come from anywhere specific, but it's really just a matter of us sorting through it, giving ourselves that space to see what's really going on inside. Until we're able to analyze our own emotions and get vulnerable with ourselves and be real about how we feel, even if that may make us seem sensitive to other people or make us feel seem weak to other people, we're not gonna be able to receive vulnerability in anyone else in a healthy way unless we are able to give that ourselves it's easy for us to judge people I can admit many times in life I've judged people and I thought oh they're just sensitive but that's because I wasn't in touch with my own emotions (laughs) so I didn't understand how anyone could be as forthcoming as they were with their emotions if they dealt with something differently to how I would or if they were more vocal about how they feel I think "Mm, this person is just sensitive but they were just in tune with their emotions and I wasn't And it's definitely been a journey. I've spoken about this many times. Vulnerability and understanding the level and depths of vulnerability that's required in a healthy marriage, in a healthy relationship, is definitely something I've learned over the last four years. In a few days time, I'll be celebrating my four year wedding anniversary. And honestly, the time has gone really quick. I can't believe it's been four years, but That was definitely one of the things I struggled with because like I said, I wasn't someone who was in tune with my emotions. I wasn't someone that was able to easily articulate how I felt. It was one of the biggest things that I struggled with. But now when I look back on it, I'm so grateful that I was able to push myself to open up even though it was difficult. But I see now how that just impacted our relationship in such a positive way. I feel like I love my husband so much more now than I did when I first married him. I know him so much more now than I did then. And he knows me more now than he knew me then, right? So 
allowing myself to foster that vulnerability to be open even though it was difficult has really built a greater depth of intimacy in our relationship like I I can literally be myself around him crazy and all some of the things that I say and do in my house (laughs) if there was a camera you would think what is wrong with her but I'm able to just be myself be authentically who I am and it's such a beautiful thing and I wish that for everyone um but yeah just wrapping that up that's definitely one of the things that I wish I had learned about emotions this next lesson is one I wish I had learned when I was 17 and I was going for a really difficult time financially because I didn't have my residency in the UK and it just made life difficult I was an illegal immigrant at that point and life was hard I wanted to go to university but that was just not viable at that time it just felt like nothing was working out I was just so sad about it and I just felt like I was pushing against all these walls but nothing was changing nothing was shifting for me and I wish I had learned that there's a season for everything there's a verse in the Bible, I think it's in Proverbs, maybe, I'm not sure, um, off the top of my head, but it talks about there's a time for everything under the sun and it lists a long list of different things. But I wish I had learned that there's a season for everything. Tough times, difficult moments, they're not going to last forever. When you're going through it, it feels like it's forever. And sometimes it may be a long period of time. You might go through three, four, five years of struggle and even longer most of us when you look back at your childhood you may have gone through a lot of heartache a lot of challenge a lot of trauma and it feels like that's gonna be your life forever but I wish someone had told me listen this moment you're going through is not gonna last forever there's there's gonna be a date that things are going to change and when things start to change you sometimes forget the struggle. You sometimes forget the difficulty you went through. You sometimes forget some of the things you prayed for that are now a part of your life. That's now your reality because you're now focusing on the next thing or the bigger picture. Sometimes we lose sight of those things that now seem so small, but at one point in your life, it was so big. And that's definitely something I wish I had grasped. I wish I'd understood. I wish I'd navigated life through that lens. And when you go through good times, when you experience good things, positive things, enjoy it, savor it. Because life is unpredictable and we will go through challenges. But also there are going to be good moments. Enjoy them. Enjoy those moments. Make the most of it. Document it. You know, I love to take pictures and I, a lot of the times, most of the pictures I take versus the ones I post on any social media platform, it's like, not even 1%, but I like looking back and looking at those memories and it's almost like you kind of get to teleport yourself back into that time of how you felt, the experience you had, the funny things that happened, even sometimes the bad things that now you can now laugh about it, but I just love to be able to look at old pictures or videos and just just wish I'd understood that there's a season for everything. The difficult moments, they're not going to last forever, so enjoy it. And also the the moments you have with the people you care about, enjoy them. You know, seasons of life are going to change. Your time's going to change. Your responsibilities may change. You may move. They may move. People may pass away. 
you know, sorry to be morbid, but that's the reality. Enjoy the people when you have them. Give them the flowers when they can smell it. Growing up, my mom would always say that to me and my sister, and I would hate when she'd say that because it would scare me. It's like, I don't want my mom to die, but she'd always say, you know, give me my flowers when I can smell them. It's like, okay, mom, yeah, 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 got it, got it. But it's true. A lot of the times, people get way more flowers in death than they do in life unfortunately and sometimes you people share you know their deepest thoughts and feelings after the person has died why not tell them when they're alive i know it's hard especially when you're not used to being vulnerable and opening up this is still new for me and i know for some of you guys it's new for you too but get uncomfortable get uncomfortable if it's something that means something to you if it's someone that means something to you it's not easy putting yourself out there being open about how you feel is difficult whether it's good or bad, but if it's important to you, then challenge yourself to do it. Now, the last thing I'm going to wrap up with is about marriage. Might as well, seen as I'm coming to my four-year wedding anniversary, why not put this one in there? But one thing I wish I had learned, it is a life lesson slash relationship, but just understanding that marriage can be a beautiful thing. I wish I'd learned that when I was a lot younger, when I was maybe 14, 15, I wish I'd understood that marriage can be a beautiful thing when both people are intentional about building a healthy relationship. For some of my life, I was very afraid. I always wanted to get married, but there's definitely a time where I went through my feminist period (laughs) and there was definitely a time where I was very afraid of the idea of submission. You know, I'm a Christian and that's one of the things I've spoken about a lot. But of course, a lot of people do misuse what the Bible actually means when it talks about submission, but we won't get into that today. But anyways, one of the things I was very much afraid of was being married and was trusting someone, you know, being in a relationship and actually trusting that person like that scared me to be having to depend on someone else that scared me the idea of that of opening up myself and also like what if that person changes their mind what if that person one day decides they want to be with me that was a fear I had I had that fear of investing my time my effort opening up my heart to someone and for it to not work out so there was a big fear for me of divorce there was a big fear of it not working out infidelity and submission. There was, there was a lot of fears for me. And also another fear that I had was being with someone who, when I was dating them or in a relationship with them, would show me one side of them that when I get married, they'd show me a completely different side. Marrying someone who is deceptive was a big fear of mine. But I wish I had learned then that, you know, marriage can be a beautiful thing. You don't have to be afraid. Of course, love and relationships of any form requires a level of faith because you don't know what people are going to do you don't know what people are capable of we know we are all capable of hurting people whether we mean it or not none of us are perfect but understanding that just because i've grown up and i've seen divorce or because i've seen um, unhealthy relationships that doesn't mean that that's going to happen to me my life is going to be a measure of what I build and what my husband builds because it's not just dependent on me. It's also him. It takes more than one person to make the marriage work. But I wish I had learned and allowed myself to not be afraid of that. 
a lot sooner. So that's definitely the last thing I want to wrap up with because this is a lot longer than I wanted it to be. But I hope that you took something away from one of the lessons that I learned. And don't be shy. I'm going to be away for three weeks and the next podcast episode will be in October. So I'm going to take a month break. But I'm sure that this time that I'm going to have a way to rest, recharge, refocus, all the R's (laughs) is going to be great. And I really think it's going to even be even better for the podcast because I want to create episodes that are going to be impactful, that are going to get you thinking, they're going to add something to your day, to your life in some way. And if you have been enjoying the podcast and you've never shared a review or you've never let me know any feedback, feel free to slide in my DMs or leave a review or even drop me an email. All the contact details are in the show notes, as you probably know already, but it would really mean a lot for me to hear from you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you've got any ideas or things that you want to see in the next season when I'm back in October, then let me know. Otherwise, you're just going to hear what I think sounds good. But I definitely want to know from you guys, what do you want to hear on the podcast? Is there any other category that you want to hear about from the Life Lesson series? let me know when I'm back and I'm sure I'm going to be refreshed and ready to take on the rest of 2022. Now, have a great September. As I'm not going to be here, I'm not going to be speaking with you. I feel like I'm always speaking, but I want to, I want to hear you guys speak back, but have a great September. We're still in the beginning of the month. Savor this time because the days are going so quick. I'm so tired of saying that to people, but it is, it's going so fast and Honestly, just enjoy this month. Make the most of it. Make memories. Get back on the horse if you've fallen off it. And I'll be back with you in October. Have a great rest of your week. If you have any questions or anything, feel free to reach out. Don't be shy. I don't bite. I'm actually very friendly and warm. I like to think that I am. But anyways, I'm rambling at this point. So let me stop talking. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great September. And I will be back with you in October lots of love and thank you so much for all of your support i see those that listen and download sometimes i don't know who you are i just see the country you're in but i really appreciate it creating these episodes taking the time to edit is a lot of effort and at times i just feel like oh i can't be bothered but seeing the fact that you guys are listening and and downloading it really just gives me that motivation on those days that i cannot be bothered so thank you i really appreciate it and I'll be back with you guys soon.